Today, I'm really thankful to be here and to be with all of you, both uh, in person and virtually as well. Thanks for um, being a part of our family. Um, and uh, so this is Communion and Testimony Sunday. So after our time of worship um, and after Communion, we'll be sharing testimonies in our, in our focus this week will be on, on thankfulness. And as we approach thankfulness, we're actually approaching Thanksgiving, right? Which is a traditional time of, of being thankful. It's the time where to, to thank God for all that he's provided. We gather together as families. We eat far too much. Some of us get hurt playing football, which happened to me often. Um, and then most of us spend too much time watching football on TV. And then with the new tradition, we often spend lots of money. So that's Thanksgiving. But I, I would say Thanksgiving is something different when we think about it in the Christian context, and it's something that we should practice all the time. Um, not just because we're encouraged to do so by, by, uh, by God's word, but also because it's good for our souls and it's good for us. Um, you know, w- when we practice thankfulness or appreciation, uh, I mean, and it's scientific if you want to use that word, but also you've experienced this as well. It, it's shown to it proves our health both our mental and our physical health, it makes us actually more resilient to change and the difficult things we face in life. So when you're in difficult seasons, being thankful will help you through. And the most important thing is it improves relationships. Um, And who doesn't feel better when they're thankful, right? Uh, When they spend some time, and it really does change the chemistry of our brain, just taking time to be thankful. If we're in a dark place and we spend some time being thankful, can actually lift us up. Because when we're thankful, we remember back to experiences that we've had um, that we appreciate. And it's often a connection with another person or something God has done in our life. And through that connection, we experience joy. And that joy is something that our brains need to function and to work and to grow. It's how God made us because he made us for relationship and that interconnection between people. We know how important that is. And so it's something that we're going to practice today. And as we do it, I want us to like, we're going to practice, we're going to do some of it together uh, in pairs, and we're going to do some of it up from the front. Um, We're going to be thankful to God, but also appreciate the fact that we're able to do this together and be thankful for each other as well and look into each other's eyes and, and be, I'm really grateful that you're here. I'm glad that you exist, which is a a way we experience joy. Um, and, and this is one of the ways we become, uh, as a community, what we started to talk about these, we are statements, right? Who we are. These, the, we are statements are things that, that we are, this is who defines who we are, but it's not necessarily how we always act. Right. And so there's a transformation that needs to happen in us. Um, and part of that happens, it happens in the context of relationship. It's the way God made us. So we are, we are a faith community Bible church, right? We are a people who see God, what God is building in each other, and we call it out. We're a people who spontaneously love our enemies and return blessings for cursing. We're a people who remind each other who we really are whenever we forget. We are people who share each other's pain, even when we have caused it. We are people who are happy to be together. We create environments of joyful belonging, We are people who value relationships above performance, productivity, um, or even our personal views. And we are people who are faithful friends. I will not abandon you even when we have conflict. Um, We are people who love God and whose love for God and our neighbors is shown above all else. So a couple Psalms to go along with thankfulness and beginning to think now even about what you're thankful for and you can share later. So Psalm 100 
Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. And then Ephesians 5:19 and 20. Sing and make music from your heart to the Lord. Always give thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Have you ever felt like you were an outcast? Like you were an outsider to something that you didn't belong, that you weren't good enough, um, you didn't have enough money, you weren't smart enough, you didn't look the right way, you didn't speak the right language, um, you didn't wear the right clothes maybe, um, you didn't have the education. Uh, there's a lot of a lot of groups out there that we can be a part of, and oftentimes we feel like we, we don't belong. We aren't part of them. We feel like we're separated, that we can't get in. Um, and uh, we've heard a message about a particular group that, uh, that has been forming since uh, about the beginning of human history. And... Uh, it's a message about how the one who spoke heaven and earth into being, who put all the stars in the sky, and holds them together by his will, the one who is light and love and goodness never ending, has continuously entered into our space and time and called us to union with him, to be one with him, to share in his spirit, or as the Eastern Orthodox might say, to unite with his energies, to be transformed into his likeness and his being, to step out into the creation that he made and to transform it from brokenness to wholeness. What a community that would be, huh? To be a part of that. Uh, what do you think? Do you think that could even be possible? I do. It's amazing, huh? <laughs> we, um, we wanted to celebrate the table today and just talking about and celebrating and meditating on this people that we're called to be a part of. And this table symbolizes that unity and that invitation that doesn't, doesn't say we have to look a certain way. It doesn't say we have to talk a certain way. It doesn't say we have to dress a certain way, right? Like David was saying, um, we come by participation in the sun um, and in the in the ritual we're about to take part in. So, do you want me to start with the first scripture? Okay. So we have a few scriptures that talk about our belonging. Um, the first one is from Leviticus. Uh, chapter 20, verse 26. You are to be holy to me because I, the Lord, am holy and I have set you apart from the nations to be my own. And this one comes from Romans 9, verses 24 through 26. Even us whom he has called, 
not only from the Jews, but also from the Gentiles. As he also says in Hosea, I will call those who were not my people, my people, and I will call her who was unloved, my beloved. And in the very place where it was said to them, you are not my people, they will be called sons of the living God. And from Ephesians chapter 2, verse 19. Consequently, you are no longer foreigners and strangers, but but fellow citizens with God's people, and also a member of his household. And first Peter two, nine through ten. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people of his own, so that you may proclaim the virtues of the one who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. You once were not a people, but now you are God's people. You were shown no mercy, but now you have received mercy. Those are just a couple passages that say God has, God has worked, worked it out so that we can be this way. We don't have to line up with something because God has made it that way for us, particularly through his son. Um, now, social scientists tell us that uh, when you want to move from one community to another, when you are moving from an outsider to an insider, uh, because, because this is about community, there's something that we like to do that's called a ritual. All cultures have rituals to show that the person that was, no long, that was once not part of the group is now considered part of that group. And uh, one of the very curious uh, cultural rituals that we do as to celebrate and to show that we are entering into this community, that we are identifying as those who are the people of God is to partake in the Eucharist or the the uh, the Last Supper. So uh, we have a little a little passage about that. Yeah, as David um, said, you know every community has its rituals, right? And we have our own very special one, um, and it is initiated. Oops, initiated by the Lord Himself. Um, and so it's even more profound and more powerful. And it's a renewal, actually. Um, we do this often because it renews our belonging. It renews our connection to this community and in particular to the head of that community. So in John chapter 6, verse 48, Jesus said, I am the bread of life. Your ancestors ate the manna in the wilderness, yet they died. But here is the bread that comes down from heaven, which anyone may eat and not die. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats this bread will live forever. This bread is my flesh, which I give for the life of the world. Then the Jews began to argue sharply among themselves, how can this man give us his flesh to eat? Jesus said to them, Very truly I tell you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. 
Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise them up at the last day. So I'm just going to pray and, uh, and then invite you to come forward. Lord Jesus, we adore you. And we thank you for a way into life. We remind ourselves today by eating this bread and drinking this cup that you are our very life, that you are the vine and that we are the branches, that we draw life from you. And so, Lord, we renew, we renew that connection to you as the, as the vine and us as the branches and members of you and members of one another. Amen. Oh, so we're just going to um, be up here. Um, we will hold out for you to receive um, the elements yourselves. And uh, yeah, please come forward. And once again I look upon the cross where you died. I'm humbled by your mercy, and I'm broken inside. Once again, I thank you. Once again, I pour out my life. And now you Exalted to the highest place, King of the heavens, where one day I'll bow. But for now, I marvel at the saving grace, and I'm full of praise once again. I'm full of praise once again And once again I look upon the cross where you died I'm humbled by your mercy And I'm broken inside Once again I thank you once again I pour out my life once again and once again I look upon the cross where you died I'm humbled by your mercy I'm broken inside once again I thank you once again, I pour out my life. Thank you for the cross. Thank you for the